All right. And we are live. Welcome, guys, to the Power Half Hour. And this week we have, uh, we've been trying to get her on for a long time, and it's just been like back and forth, back and forth. So finally, today we have EXP Realty agent uh, and coach uh, from MindShift, Miss um, Tara Nabla. Welcome. Thank you for being here today. Hi, thank you so much. Like, yeah, back and forth, but you know what? Timing is meant to be. I'm so excited to be here and talk and share and see where it goes. You know what? It's going to be a good one because I have a lot of questions for you. Oh, you know, Tara, uh, why don't you share a little bit, though, about your journey in terms of personal de development and also being a real estate agent all at the same time? Because my audience here, our audience here is mainly real estate agents. Right. Um, so... How do I summarize and not talk for 45 minutes? Um, <laughs> I'll say my, I thought it was a weird hobby of mine since I was in my early 20s, you know, 20 years ago. But um, I've always been obsessed with how people think and how that mm. adjusts how they act and like, why do we do things the way that we do? So I've been mm. reading books and trying to understand it for like 20 years. Oh, wow. um, now it makes sense why. And then yeah. with real estate, I got my real estate license about eight years ago. Um, that's been interesting. And I see now, um, that when my production was low, it was always my mindset that was holding me back. I just didn't know mm. it. Then many, many years of coaching and mentoring mm -hmm. between production and mindset, kind of jumping back and forth, trying different things, getting different sources of information. Um, they more recently started connecting and making sense and, um, you know, I, I learned something this year and it goes, oh, I remember my coach three years ago saying different words, but the same thing. And it starts to click together, <clears throat> excuse me, um, which led me to understanding it a lot better and being able to apply it to my own life. And then it hit me one day, like I have to share this information if it can make reaching your goals easier, um, especially in real estate, because I understand real estate. I am a realtor. Um, I need to share this with people. I've got a passion for it. And then I made the, the choice to also add being a mindset coach to my resume. I love it. Uh, so 20 years of this uh, self-development journey, and you obviously are signed up and uh, as a coach, as an independent contractor with the uh, uh, Bob Proctor program, yeah, right? the Proctor Gallagher Institute, yeah. Bro Proctor Gallagher, Proctor Gallagher Institute is a little bit of tongue twister. But um, yes, yes. when did you when did you sign up with uh, Bob? Just this year. Oh it wow! Kind of, yeah, it was a transition um, okay. because initially I thought I should write my own program, and mm -hmm. then the beliefs start coming up because when I'm honest with myself and dig into it, I don't mm -hmm. have confidence in writing my own program, and who's teaching me? You know. So I looked at my mentors that I aligned with over the years and went, that one learned from Bob, that one learned from Bob, that one learned from Bob. If I want to be a world-class mentor myself, I need to learn from Bob. And mm. then I've always got that coaching mentorship and support too. So then I'm always growing and learning more, which will make me a better, better coach, uh, which can help my clients better. So I love that. Yeah, that was just this spring. Oh, perfect. So not only are you a coach for real estate agents because you know the grind, uh, you are a coach and a consultant for anybody who has a goal. Yeah. If, if you're the type of person who has a goal that's so big, you don't even want to say it out loud because you're worried about what, what people are going to say and mm -hmm. you're struggling to reach it, 
I'd consider that my specialty, whether it's in real oh, estate or not. You've got that drive, you've got the burning desire goal, and you're just not hitting it no matter what you try. I can help. I love it. So anybody that has a burning desire to go to the next level, but you've been stuck for months, years, like what is that yeah. one thing that's going to have me break through? Like you should yeah. talk to Tara. Yeah, like you're putting the action in. You are grinding. Like you are doing everything you can think of. You're doing 16-hour days. You're doing all the stuff. Why isn't it happening? Um, it's, I mean, to simplify, and I mean, there's a lot more detail, but we just call it the paradigm, which is your collection of thoughts, beliefs, habits. There's something in there that's holding you back, and part of our system helps you to define that so that you can replace it with something that, that well, I say it helps you instead of hurting you then it's easier to get your goals. Like you're still going to have to take action. You don't sit there and it just comes to you. It's a process. But to me, why would you do it the hard way when you can do it the easier way? You're still going to take action. But um, I mean, say you're making prospecting calls and you've got the mindset of they're not going to answer. They're going to reject me. This isn't going to go well. You're telling yourself that story in your head. How's that call going to go? You know, mm -hmm. it might be a simple switch of I'm a fantastic realtor. I can't wait to see who I connect with on the phone. They're going to hire me. I'm going to do a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. Five phone calls like the first one, five phone calls like the second one. What's the difference? It's a mm -hmm. huge impact. It's it's less work to do it with a good paradigm than Love the it. first way. And, and we often get stuck because we just don't know that we're operating with that paradigm. Interesting. So how would you uh, help one change the paradigm? Well, so one of, I mean, we have a 12-step process. One of them is locating a belief that you have, um, which takes a little digging and being honest with yourself, but it's done in privacy. You know, write out a scenario that you're not happy with, and then you replace it with the opposite best-case scenario, and then you auto-suggest it to yourself. Write it out every day. And I mean, if you want to say it's kind of like you've got a neural pathway burned in your brain of yeah. this belief that isn't helping you, repeat it uh, you know spaced repetition is just how humans learn repeat mm -hmm. the new one this one's gonna die off and the new one will take over and then it becomes automatic and you've got it for life pick another one wow okay so it's really it's just all about space repetition so i affirm to myself i'm a great listing agent i'm a great listing agent and if i say it enough even if it was a lie in the beginning it becomes a reality in my situation because I affirm it enough. So I've burned that new neural pathway into my brain that that's how I think that's who I am. Yes. But and why don't people do that? The way you've grown your belief too. No, yeah. we're not taught to, you know, right? No, that's an option. It just sounds fluffy and silly. Like, why would I say no, this? Right, okay. um, you hit a good point there because it, it is hokey. It is fluffy and silly. Like, why am I chanting these yeah. things? Like why? And I call that a heuristic because you, you have to do it and believe it before you can see it. Yeah. So how would you coach that to, to let them realize that that's the way? Well, first give yourself permission to be silly because it's going to feel stupid or silly mm -hmm. or fluffy. And honestly, the, I'll say the fluffiness of it kept me away for years because I'm like, it's not magic. It doesn't work this way. Like I'm a science person before real estate. I was a power engineer. Like I'm very much a show me mm. the and then I'll believe but yeah. with this process. It's like, just be a little silly. Try it. What's the worst that happens? You're in the same spot. Like just right. try it. Yeah. Um, I mean, one that I, I always challenge some people to do if you're, um, 
struggling, if, if you really want to test yourself and see how you feel and find a belief that's deep inside of you, in the morning, look yourself in the eyeball and say, I love you 10 times, mm -hmm. you know, switch back and forth. You will feel so ridiculous when you start. Yeah. And then as you do it, your belief actually grows. And you have to believe that these things work in order to get them working. But the time, just keep doing it, doing it, doing it. Yeah, it feels silly. Yeah, it feels ridiculous. Yeah, it still like feels fluffy. Eventually, the belief follows, and then it starts working. And you go, "Whoa, let's try it in this category, and this one, and this one." And it gets really fun and easy. But it always sounds fluffy. And for people that say, "I tried it once and it doesn't work," or "I can't meditate," or "I can't visualize," everything is practice based repetition. You got to give it some time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Space repetition is the key to mastering yeah. anything. Um, there's this one thing that I, I struggle with when coaching agents is uh, because I tend to believe that the real estate sales is the numbers game. But in yeah. order to play the numbers game, you need to track your numbers. Yeah. And the agents very consciously know that tracking numbers work. Yeah. And every time I ask most agents, they don't track their numbers. And they know exactly that is the answer to get them to the to what they want. Yep. So how would you coach someone like that? They've got to find what belief is holding them back. You know, mm. do they believe they deserve to have that success? Ooh. And out loud, you ask that question. They're going to say, "I'm yeah, no, yeah. like really yeah. think about it. Look at your thoughts, beliefs and actions, honestly. And nobody has to know that you're doing it. Really look at it and go, do I really believe that I deserve that? Because most people don't then you can look at it and change that belief. But um, it, it could be, well, I mean, there is a belief in there, but also some people and myself included, when I was a new realtor and I was prospecting hard and tracking numbers, mm -hmm. the way I was doing it, I see now, um, was very much from a lack mindset. Like mm -hmm. I was fear. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Every day I felt like I was failing. Um, I wasn't enjoying the journey. I set big goals and if I didn't meet it, mm -hmm. uh, I'd be hard on myself. So for 364 days that year, I attacked myself mentally going like, mm. try harder, do this, do this, do this. It was never fun. And then whether I reached the goal or not, what am I enjoying one day? Like we don't set goals just to reach them. It's the journey of who we become while we're on the Love way. That. You have to enjoy it. Right? So if you're, what is your mindset before you're prospecting and I mean, track your numbers. Absolutely. Like that's part of, whatever piece of your goal you would like to track or or maybe you have a financial goal and this much of it should be through real estate then track those numbers and you know you've done what you need to do today and then go relax and have something fun don't keep that pressure on yourself it should mm. you know not from a place of lack more of a place of i believe that like i know this is going to work if i make those 20 calls today i know it is like it's proven it's in the numbers i know it is what is the belief that's holding you back? What's your mindset while you're doing it is usually the kicker. It sounds like um, what I'm subscribed to uh, from Daryl Rutherford being the solution as well is that uh, we focus on abundance, right? And it's not so much about the numbers game anymore. It's, it's about um, taking very intentional actions and letting and allowing things to come. So yes. what are your thoughts on that? Like working hard versus you know, being intentional, but not really working more smart and letting it come. It's so much more fun. Mm. Okay. Abundance is the opposite of lack. And I think a lot of people get stuck on abundance as just being money. 
I mean, part of it is money because money is a tool that we need in some form to get what we want. But it's so much more than that. And if you think of abundance as having everything you need in order to get what you want, it's not just finances, you know, it's health, it's good relationships, it's um, spending time taking care of yourself, all those things. You can change your perspective and realize that you are abundant now and you can do everything from that mindset Mm -hmm. and it gets really fun. You know, then you can get into um, the uh, like inspired action. I know for myself, Ah. that's my favorite. Um, You can kind of ask a specific question if you want to say to the universe, I'll get a little fluffy here. Um, Mm -hmm. but ask a question to the universe. And if you actually believe that the answer will come, it comes. And when Mm -hmm. you get that inspired idea, it's almost like tuning into what is the most important one thing you should do. And don't worry about the other 40 because I would have kept busy and told myself that I was grinding and putting the time in when really all I had to do was this one really important thing. Mm -hmm. It's way more fun. Like you can work way less hard and have better results if you're, calm tuned in and thinking of abundance you know or or you can when you're visualizing when you're thinking ahead who is the person that has that goal that i want how Mm -hmm. would he or she make decisions would he or she do you know wake up at 6 a.m or he or she dress this way Mm -hmm. you know you can start acting like that person that's also another way to think abundance um the lack is just like torturing yourself the abundance just makes it all fun you know like Tara has the goal. Would she let herself stay home and have a nap if she really needed it? Would she spoil herself and go enjoy a holiday? You know, it's a whole different mindset and it's, it's more like a base of love than fear in my opinion. I love that. I mean, it's uh, I think abundance is it. Um, and it's obvious to people, of course I want abundance, but they are so attached to hard work. So attached to the result that they're not feeling abundant. So my question to you is like, how do people get into that mindset and feeling of abundance now, instead of if I do this, have this, then I'm being that person. It's almost the opposite. How do you get there? A good starting point is gratitude Mm. because you can't be frustrated and and grateful at the same time. True. Um, it, It starts to switch you to a more positive mindset, a more abundant one. Um, and I talk a lot with my clients when they're picking goals. Um, I mean, for, I'll use myself as an example. I was raised very much that you shouldn't want those big things. You should be happy with what you have, you know, which affected my mindset. Um, now I see it and I give myself permission where I am very grateful and I express gratitude for what I have and I can want more, but I had to Mm. give myself permission for that. That was a change, but, um, yeah intentionally choose things that you're grateful for is, is a really good place to start. And mm. you'll start seeing all the abundance that you already have. You know, you might be, Oh, I want a bigger house. Well, that's great. And want the bigger yeah. house and yeah. be grateful that you have one now and be grateful that you have a car that works and be mm. grateful that you have a career. Yeah. Gratitude can really help you see the abundance that you already have and start changing your, your thoughts to abundant mindset. I love that. It's uh, wanting what you have is abundance. You know, having what you want is great, but wanting what you have is true uh, abundance feeling. But most people, Tara, is that they are always living in the future 
they're not grateful for today. They're always chasing for the next thing and the next thing. And once they get to, you know, one thing, they're like, I'm already on to the next, never rewarding themselves, never acknowledging that they did it, what they did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying this because I was that way. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how would you coach someone like that to be like, hey, you know what? Um, it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. So we, we talk well, use those words, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, think of achieving it and you didn't enjoy the other 364 days that year. You know, when, when you're picking goals, you can't just pick the financial goal and sacrifice everything else that's in your life to get there. Mm. Because at the end of the year, what do you actually have? How happy are you? You've got to put things on your goal that get you excited. And, and when we pick the goal, I mean, we, th there's a process um, and you want to pick something that's so big that it scares you a little bit because then you know you're going to have to grow as a person to get there and grow being it's your choice but you're going to make some changes um it should scare you a little bit but making it so big you have to a little bit detach from the how because you don't have to figure it out and i think that helps people become comfortable with the uncomfortable mm. you know a lot of people will stay stuck in their current situation because that's unknown and it's like well really none of us know anything other than today so unknown is fine and failure is part of it and fear is part of it. It's all okay, but you got to have fun. You have to enjoy mm. it. You know, it's, you get the check in the box. How did that feel? You know, if there's nothing else to it and you reach your goal, literally picture the day that you've got your goal. How do you feel? Yeah. Is it worth mm. it? Maybe you want to try it a different way. You've got to have more than just, you know, the money on, on your goal. You know, what would you do with that money? Well, I, you know, go on a vacation. I would do this. I would donate to a charity. I do like mm -hmm. write that all out. That's your, I mean, in other terms, that's your big why. That's what's going to get you up in the morning. Uh, Something on that list is going to trigger you. That's your burning desire goal. That's what you visualize. That's what you write on your goal card. It all ties it together and nobody can tell somebody else what that is, but I can guide you to figure out what it is for yourself and you mm -hmm. will know it when you see it because it pulls you. Nobody has to tell you to get it. Yes, yes. Once you figure out the why you're getting up every single day, something that really excites you, that fuels your burning desire, burning fire to get that goal, um, yeah. you'll be unstoppable. So, yeah. But, but doubt comes in, right? Every so every day um, we have doubts. Most people do. Yeah. Uh, even though your burning desire is like, oh, I'm on fire today, I'm on fire today. And all of a sudden you get a setback during the day. Yeah. Someone rejects you. Someone says you're no good. And then all of a sudden all this doubt seeps in. Yeah. How do you interrupt that? For me, I go back to my beliefs. You know, mm -hmm. if um, I think everything for me personally is now it's just a lesson and an experience. That's what my life is. So if somebody says something and it triggers me, um, what belief is it triggering exactly? I think I would like to go change that now so that it doesn't happen again. Mm. And when I do the work now, they can't affect me the same way. Like they can't. Um, that's been a big change in my life. You know, if somebody says something negative or I get fired or um, whatever, anything negative that happens, now I just go, hmm, okay, it happened. I mean, mm -hmm. Failure is part of the deal. Fear is part of the deal. But it just, it doesn't, you don't let it in anymore. And mm. then for me, that makes me feel powerful because I'm so in control of my thoughts. I choose what affects my thoughts and what doesn't. Um, it's really, <coughs> excuse me, initially everything affected me. You know, before I remember earlier on in real estate, um, 
I remember doing my process. I would do four hours of prospecting, 50 contacts a day. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't easy. And mm -hmm. lack of mindset, it was harder. I remember making phone calls and, um, you know how it goes. I had called some lady and cold call. Uh, she answered the phone and said, have you ever called a widow right after her husband died and asked her if you want to sell the house? And I went, no. And she goes, that just happened. And I hung up and I cried in my car for like 30 minutes. It was the worst. And it was so hard to recover from that. Like that's the one that stands out in my mind where I had to go get centered again and go, how am I ever going to do this again? Yeah. Um, but I wow. had to go back to what do I want? Why am I doing this? No, I didn't mm -hmm. actually intend that. But it's like she brought out my worst fear and mm -hmm. it was terrible. And I had to like, no, that wasn't my intention. How could I possibly have known that? I'm trying to yeah. help people, but things happen. And, yep. you know, if it, it's like, what is my mindset when I'm making those calls? Or, um, I mean, I had a coach before he would say, okay, you get 10 minutes to let it in and then you've got to push it out. Yeah that worked back then. Now I want to process it because I'm not processing mm -hmm. the feelings and the emotions. They're still sitting there. I've got to get them yeah. out at some point. Now mm -hmm. I want to process that stuff and let it go. So if I find the belief that it's hitting and that's why it's affecting me, I can remove that as well. And that doesn't affect me anymore. Wow. Yeah. It becomes, um, an awareness game then that, uh, you are being interrupted. Your thoughts are not you. You are thinking something, but your thoughts are not you, no. right? So you, you let that, that what, whatever that lady said to you, you get it, um, it, it became you, your thoughts became you, therefore you needed that 30 minutes to just, you just cry, let it out. Yeah. But once you're aware of it, you can be like, you can interrupt that. So how do you become more aware if they're just thoughts? You start paying attention, but you also dissociate a little bit. Like I'm hmm. not, like, this is my meat suit, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm inside. I know that Tara has thoughts and beliefs and habits and, and I'm enjoying this life experience. Um, but I'm in control. It's like, I'm watching, I'm here experiencing it, but I don't own those thoughts. The beliefs mm. that I have were given to me, mm -hmm. um, and, and keep it that simple. Don't give it the power. Just know I inherited them and now yeah. I can do what I want with them you know, and I'm having these thoughts based on my experience. It's my choice, what I want to do with them. You know, even when you look at paradigm, don't give it some power that, Oh, it's my paradigm. I can't do anything about it. It's yours. You can manipulate it. You can change mm. it, you know, take the power, everything else away. Now I know recently I had someone uh, make a nasty comment and it, it's my brain doesn't go to, Oh, that's offensive. I can't believe they said that. Now my brain is going, Ooh, they've got something going on inside so much that they let it out. Mm. I'm just going to back off. I, I actually yeah. don't have to do anything about this. I'm not going to let it change how I feel today. I'm just yeah. going to keep moving on. But it's, it's yeah, you become aware. Um, you understand it. You become aware. You start paying attention. And then you'll see things differently and have a different perspective. And you'll feel more in control of your thoughts and feelings. But you just start paying attention to it. Not that you totally dissociate, but you kind of step back and go, they just are, what would I like to do with it now? I love that. Um, you know, the, the, the feeling that I want um, in becoming a better person in personal development is that I want to become unshakable. Like yeah. no matter what you throw at me, um, life comes at you hard. 
Um, there's things that happen throughout the day, the year, the month. Um, but I want to be unshakable. When you're unshakable, you can become unstoppable. Yes. So what are some best practices for you to coach people on to become like that unshakable? Like any, anything that comes at me, well, I could just be like, hey, I could recontextualize what just happened. Instead of saying that person said this, therefore I'm going to react to saying, okay, no, it's not about me. It's about that person. That takes a lot of work to get to that. It does, but you've got to start paying attention. You've got to start mm. becoming aware, you know, know that you have the power. Maybe you don't know how. So, mm. I mean, to me, I, that's why I've always hired a coach or a mentor. I don't want to struggle through this. I want to know how to get it working. So somebody help me, you know, get some guidance from somebody who's done it and they're going to find, they'll, they'll see where you're struggling before you will, and they can guide you through it. You know, it, it's the shortcut to me. That's the cheat of the whole thing. You know, find somebody to guide you. I love it. It's, it's yeah. the, that's why we have mentors and coaches because they see what we don't see, what we haven't encountered. They've been yeah. to where we want to go. So yeah. in fact, asking them how to get there is the shortcut. It is. Right. Well, I mean, even with your numbers tracking, right? Like if you're doing real estate and you're tracking your numbers, your coach yeah. can look at your numbers and tell you your trouble spot, right? That's exactly what, that's part of their value as a coach is knowing how to go. Mm, what's going on here? You know, please agents that I talk to on a daily basis, please just track your numbers because I would <laughs> not because I'm scolding you. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Tara, you need to come and speak at, at, at one of our production training calls because this is super valuable. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit as we end off the call here that obviously we had a, I would say a tough year, 2023, and even maybe like half of 2022 that the market changed, sales dropped all over Canada, all over the US. 70,000 people have left the business in the US. I don't know how many exactly in Canada. Um, what are you saying to your coaching clients that are realtors right now to help them become more productive in 2024? Well, what do you think about the market? What do I think about the market? No, that's what I asked them. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think? Because you can think the world is on fire and nobody's buying. You can think that or you can, yeah. there are always people to help. There are always people to help. Mm. You know, what is your mindset around it? Mm. Because I've had, terrible years when the market is booming oh, true that's true too <laughs> always what like what are you thinking what are you actually telling yourself about this scenario and would you yeah. like to change it so because i wow. yeah i mean i've seen people are i know agents that are having their best year right now I'm right like, i know you have a strong mindset because mm. i don't care what's happening in the world around you if you want to crush your goals you can but you've got to watch what you're thinking, what you're believing, what you're doing. And it, it yeah, it, what do you think about the market? Because that's, that's going to be the dictator of your results. And what do you want to do about it? Right? What are you thinking right yeah. now? And what do you want to do about it? Like what needs to change? Yeah. What is your mindset yeah. behind uh, what's going on? Because we can't control the market. We can't control interest rates. We can't control inflation. But we can certainly nope. control working on our mindset, what our thoughts are, what, what we are feeling every single day. Um, what do you think about that? The feeling part of it? Well, it's all connected, right? Yeah. Um, our thoughts, beliefs, habits, um, your feelings, your, your feelings are connected to those thoughts. 
They just mm. are, right? And if you want to say the voice of the or the language of the subconscious is feelings, that that's how it's relayed. And if you want to talk frequency and vibration, that's all with your feelings too. Mm. So if you're, I'll say, coming from a lack mindset, you know the shift storm is upon us. Nobody's buying and selling. That's pretty low vibe. That's yeah, low vibe for sure. Yeah, and I mean, you could. <laughs> think of it like it's not forcing positive thoughts, but it's like, well, where's the good in it? Is there something I need to change in my business? Do I need to adjust my goals? What would feel different? What would I like to do? Um, mm. Maybe you adjust your business model based on what's there now, because the majority are freaking out because the market's bad. Mm -hmm. Well, then you're the minority taking advantage of your mindset going, I'm going to crush this. Maybe I got to do yeah. a little different. But I mean, when, when COVID hit, if you want to call that, what happened to real estate, you know? It we, boomed. We just, it's crazy. Yeah. And you had to do it a little different because we literally, yeah. like, I don't know about there, we couldn't go into homes, like, at all. You know, it, it stalled and then you had to get real creative and you had to change your business. Yeah. But, a, like, some cool things came of it. Now we have lawyers that'll do virtual signatures. That yeah. would never happen if it wasn't for COVID. So, yay, I like it. Yeah, big there's time. always a benefit to it. You just got to, like... Gratitude. Look for the good. There's always something good in there, even from yeah. failure. There's a lesson. There's there's something good that you can pull from this. How are you looking at it? How are you thinking about it? And if it's hurting you, maybe you want to consider changing it to something that's helping you. See how that feels. I love that. Well, Tara, um, I'm just like really feeling calm and like peaceful after talking to you. You just have this, uh, you know, uh, way of influencing. And, uh, you know, it, guys, if you want to feel more calm and peaceful, uh, hit up Tara. So how can agents or anybody who has a goal who's struggling to get there reach you? Uh, well, I'm a realtor, so I'm everywhere. Um, you can <laughs> look up uh, you can look up my name, Tara Knoblock, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, where else am I? LinkedIn. Um, I've also got some mind, I'm still building the social media side of the MindShift Mastery, but we also have the website, mindshiftmastery.ca. Mindshiftmastery.ca. Um, Could you drop that link um, in the comment section on Facebook wall? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. Can you say your last name again? I, I just realized I've been butchering it forever. Can you say it? <laughs> it's okay. It's Knoblock, but most people. Knoblock. Yeah, not with the English language, time. not how it spells. Like, it doesn't follow any of the English language rules at all. Oh, my God. Is that German? Uh, yes. Okay, because we have another agent in Edmonton. His name is James, I say Noel, K-N-U-L-L. -L. And uh, he's like, it's actually Canal, John. <laughs> so we both break the same rule the same way. So yeah, must be right. German. <laughs> so now you guys know it's Tara Knobloch. All right. Well, yep. please reach out to her if you want some coaching, some mentorship. And I just want to say uh, happy holidays. Uh, all the best to you and family. It's an honor to be partnered with you here at EXP. I can't wait for 2024. I look forward to seeing you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. Me too. Thank you, Tara. Okay. See you then. See you.